What's up, tea amigos, and welcome to Optimize, the show that teaches you all things tea and how it can optimize longevity, recovery, and performance. My name is Vince Laplusa, and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. And today, we are diving into the world of ashwagandha, a tisan among the rest. So today we're going to dig into three topics. One, the history of ashwagandha and a brief history in that. Uh, Two, the health benefits and unique health benefits of ashwagandha tea. And three, any tips and tricks to make your ashwagandha tea experience the best. So without further ado, let's dive into some history of ashwagandha. So ashwagandha originates in countries such as India, Northern Africa, and the Middle East. However, this popular Ayurvedic herb is gaining immense popularity all over the world, and it can now be grown in countries such as the United States. Its first recording, its first recorded dates uh, date back 2,000 plus years ago in, in these native lands. And specifically, it was used in Ayurvedic practice, and the first recorded texts that include this are Ayurvedic texts known as the Sharaka, sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but the Sharaka and the Sushruta, Sushruta, <laughs> S-U-S-H-R-U-T-A. And both of these are named, are both texts that two men wrote who are known as the fathers of these Ayurvedic type practices. So Sharaka specifically, he was known as the father of Ayurvedic medicine. And Sushruta, uh, he was known, or he was an ancient Indian surgeon known as the father of surgery. So these two men and and their, their texts, their ancient texts, were some of the first to mention their use of ashwagandha. And specifically, its use in rejuvenating the body, mind, and spirit. And today, ashwagandha is, is known for this as well. And scientifically has been shown to help boost these types of mechanisms within our body, which we'll dig into. Um, But a little bit more on the historical facts of ashwagandha. It's been said and been shown to boost the vigor and the vitality of those who consume it, so much so like a horse. Uh, Specifically, it was related to a horse, one, because that was the energetic feelings that people would get, Um, but two, it also tastes like a horse. <laughs> if you if you were to picture licking a horse fur, if you've ever smelled a horse been in a barn, it tastes kind of like that. So not good at all. Um, but there's some good reasons why people work with it because it's a very functional and very powerful herb. So specifically, why does it rejuvenate us? Why does it make us feel this this way and and bring this energy to us well we now know that ashwagandha falls into a category of herbs known as adaptogens and adaptogens are these non-toxic plant substances plant constituents that help our body adapt 
to stress, to the stress of life. And specifically, it helps balance out our stress responses and helps us maintain a proper and healthy stress response. And most notably, ashwagandha helps us balance our stress hormone known as cortisol. And what's super cool about ashwagandha and adaptogens alike is that these herbs will support you in either direction, meaning for cortisol, for example, with ashwagandha, if your body needs more more cortisol. So in the morning, we always we, we need a cortisol boost to get going through the day and to have this energy throughout the day. And at night, we want less cortisol. Um, however, due to lifestyle activities and just just certain lifestyle behaviors, that cycle can get messed up. And what ashwagandha can do if worked with properly is it can help balance that out. Meaning in the morning, let's say you're someone who wakes up and you're extremely lethargic, your cortisol is just super low. If worked with ashwagandha over an extended period of time, it'll actually help balance out and regulate that cortisol back to normal levels. Meaning in the morning, you'll have a normal boost in cortisol and at night it'll taper off. Now, if you're on the flip and you have too much cortisol at night or you're too high with your cortisol, it'll help balance and bring it down. So this is really cool. This is something that's super unique to only a certain number of herbs. I believe there's nine known adaptogens, ashwagandha being one of them and one of the most popular right now. And this is something that if you're familiar with Dr. Andrew Huberman, he talks a lot about this in depth on his podcast, The Huberman Lab podcast. So go check that out as well if uh, if you'd like to hear from his perspective. Um, on top of these adaptogenic properties, ashwagandha may help boost your libido. Uh, it's been shown, there's, there's no hard evidence for this, but this has been more claims as people who've worked with it. Um, it's a libido booster as well as a stamina and endurance enhancer. And this could be due to those cortisol balancing effects. Um, And for some people, they feel sleepy with ashwagandha while others feel energized. Again, this is due to it working for your specific needs. Now, there is one precaution about this herb is that it is a nightshade. Now, for anyone who may have allergies to nightshades, this can cause inflammatory effects. And ashwagandha is a great anti-inflammatory unless you're allergic to nightshades. So important to note. And as always, I'm not a doctor and this is for informational use only. So if you are thinking of working with any herb like ashwagandha for medicinal type uses, definitely check with your uh, physician, primary physician and or holistic practitioner and see if this herb is right for you. Now, what are some tips and tricks to make this tea the best experience possible? Well, it is a root, and always with roots and these sturdy type herbs, it is important to do a longer steep, a longer simmer at a higher temperature, um, known as a decoction. So if you want to get the most out of this herb, Do what's called a decoction, which is you take the herb, you bring it to a boil, and then you simmer it for 15 to 30 minutes. This will extract the most flavor as well as the 
highest functional functional purposes out of it. Um, now, the flavor is not the best. As mentioned earlier in the episode, it's referred to as, and it is said to taste like a horse. Now, it's pretty true. It's an extremely bitter herb and tastes like hay. It tastes like like a barn, basically. So what I like to do is I like to blend it with specific herbs um, that are very similar, that would work well with it. So a lot of these herbs are chai-type herbs, meaning cinnamon, clove, ginger, um, cardamom, stuff that can handle the high heat as well as the simmering process um, so that you can get the most flavor out of these herbs as well as the functionality out of the ashwagandha. Um, some of the true tea is a um, a shoe puar would be really good to work with as well with ashwagandha because that can handle some of these higher heats, higher temperatures. Uh, and experiment with it yourself. I, If it is something that you're going to be working with, um, give it some time to start feeling the actual effects of it. It's not going to happen instantaneously. This is something that is going to happen over time as your body adapts to it. So this is something that is unique to adaptogens where you don't feel it immediately. You feel it more and more as you work with them. So I would say give it like 30 days to see how the herb works with you. Um, and be consistent with if you're, take, if you're going to be working with the tea in the morning and the evening, stuff like that. Um, again, check with your primary physician to make sure that it's right for you. So that's that being said, that is all for today's episode. So just a little brief historical facts about ashwagandha, some of the unique health benefits, and any tips and tricks to make it the best tea experience for yourself. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review. In their five-star review, if you leave a tea that you want to hear about, I will be doing more episodes like this on specific teas, specific herbs, and I will add yours to the list. So write a five-star review, add it to the list, and or and I'll add it to the list, whatever tea you want to hear about, and I'll give you a shout-out in that episode as well. So do that, and I'll add you to the list as well. Check out Fresh Steeps. Fresh Steeps is my tea company that we're making some of the most functional and flavorful tea blends on the market. Specifically, if you're looking to work with ashwagandha, we have that in our chai cleanse. The chai cleanse is a mixture of the shu puar, like I was mentioning, shu puar, ashwagandha, cinnamon, clove, ginger, and dandelion root. So it's it's one of the most unique chais out on the market and just a really awesome way of working with this with this tea uh, drink it in the morning with because the shu puar is going to have a little caffeine kick uh, for me ashwagandha energizes me so check it out try it out fresh steeps that's freshsteeps.com f-r-e-s-h-s-t-e-e-p-s.com check it out elevate your tea game today So thank you so much for tuning in and remember to take some time for yourself and enjoy a cup of tea today. We'll see you in the next episode.